Alex Cardinelli. This week's recipe is chicken fried steak and cooking on Saturdays. All of that and more. Planned for the show, like I said, special guest is James Jones. Ask away with Alex Cardinelli. You can call one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to ask me a question. I'm going to have a discussion on what to do when you are sick with the stomach bug because recently this week I had the stomach bug, and if any of my listeners out there have the stomach bug, I want to help you out as well. I'm going to have a discussion on things to do when it rains. I'm going to talk about WWE Roadblock and review it from last Saturday. Cooking on Saturdays, our recipe this week is chicken fried steak, a tribute to Maroon 5, plus all of our funny audio clips, funny prank calls, and more. Here are the three questions that you can call in and answer at one three four seven nine eight nine. 8142. What are you cooking or baking for Easter? If you won $1 million, what would you buy? If you were president, what would be some things you'd do? Again, what are you cooking or baking for Easter? If you won $1 million, what would you buy? And if you were president, what would be some things you do? Call 1-347-989-8142 anytime to answer those questions. All right, guys, are you ready? Let's get this fun show started. Woo! Is it Saturday night already? Tonight is time for the Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli here on American Variety Network. Are you ready to have some fun on this Saturday night? Coming up right here, Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. Will be some laughs, special guests, some funny phone calls, and some fun discussion. Live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli takes over the airwaves now.
taking place. Now, don't ask me what teams are playing. I have no idea, as I don't watch basketball. But I do know that the NCAA basketball games are taking place this weekend. Also, this weekend, there are some Major League Baseball preseason games, as the regular season is coming very close to starting. So the preseason is finishing up. And the regular season starts in a few weeks. And I hope the Yankees have a great season this year. And also, this weekend, tomorrow night at 8 p.m., or excuse me, at 9 p.m. Eastern on AMC, The Walking Dead is going to air. I'm not a big fan of The Walking Dead, but my brothers watch it, so I'll watch it with them. And that takes place 9 p.m. Eastern tomorrow on AMC. And that's what's happening this weekend. This Saturday in History. Learn about some historic events that took place on this Saturday. Alex tells us what happened on this day. Today is Saturday, March 19th, the 79th day of 2016. There are 287 days left in the year. Spring arrives at 9.30 p.m. Pacific, 10.30 p.m. Mountain, 11.30 p.m. Central, and 12.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ladies and gentlemen, spring is officially here. Yes, yes, yes. Today's highlight in history. On March 19, 1966, the Texas Western Miners defeated the heavily favored Kentucky Wildcats 72-65 to to win the NCAA championship played in College Park, Maryland. Making the contest especially noteworthy was that Texas Western became the first basketball team to start five black players in a national title game as it faced an all-white Kentucky squad. On this day, in 1918, Congress approved daylight saving time. In 1945, during World War II, 724 people were killed when a Japanese dive bomber attacked the carrier USS Franklin off Japan. The ship was saved. Adolf Hitler ordered the destruction of German faculties that could fall into Allied hands in his so-called Nero Decree, which was largely disregarded. In 2003, President George W. Bush ordered the start of war against Iraq. Because of the time difference, it was early March 20 in Iraq. Ten years ago, President George W. Bush marked the anniversary of the Iraq War by touting efforts to build democracy there without ever mentioning the word war. Boxer Kevin Payne, 34 years old, died one day after winning an eight-round welterweight bout in Evansville, Indiana. 
Five years ago, the U.S. fired more than 100 cruise missiles from the sea while French fighter jets targeted Muammar Gaddafi's forces from the air, launching the broadest international military effort since the Iraq War in support of an uprising. President Barack Obama arrived in Brazil for the start of a three-country, five-day tour of Latin America. The Berlin Zoo's beloved polar bear, Nut, died at age four. One year ago, President Barack Obama ordered the federal government to cut its greenhouse gas emissions by nearly half over the next decade, driving his climate change agenda forward despite challenges from Republican-led states. Lindsey Vaughn won the final Super G of the season, and with it, her 19th Crystal Globe Trophy at the World Cup Finals in Marybelle, France. Songwriter Michael Brown, 65 years old, who co-wrote the 1966 hit Walk Away Renee, died in Englewood, New Jersey. Today's birthdays. Author Philip Ruth is 83. Actress Renee Taylor is 83. Actress singer Phyllis Newman is 83. Film producer Harvey Winston is 64. Famous actor Bruce Willis is 61. Actor Craig Lamar Trailer is, 70, is uh, 27. Oh my God, Alex, you're making Craig Trailer uh, 52 years older than he really is. Actor Craig Trailer is. 27 years old, and actor Philip Bolden is 21 years old. Those are all of the famous birthdays today. Now, I would like to take this time to wish all of my listeners out there who are celebrating a birthday today. If you have a birthday on March 19th, happy birthday from Alice Cardinelli and the American Variety Network. Happy birthday, everyone celebrating a birthday today. Yesterday, my brother, Jimmy, turned 15 years old. Now, Jimmy is a great brother. I have a lot of respect for him. He has learned to cook delicious meals from me. He is a very good student. He knows how to make chicken melanese. He learned that from me. Very, very proud of him. And he's a very good saltwater fish keeper. He's got a coral beauty angel, a fox face, and some nice saltwater fish. Very, very proud of my brother James. I wish I would have my saltwater tank at 15, but I got my first saltwater tank at the age of 22. And the thought for today is the heaviest baggage for a traveler is an empty purse, and that is from a German proverb. That is this Saturday in history.
now I'm going to go ahead and answer my three questions. And again, you can call in live at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to answer them yourselves. So, what am I cooking or baking for Easter? Well, I am not going to be cooking anything for Easter because I am going out to eat on Easter. I'm going to a nice restaurant in Agawam, Massachusetts. They're having an Easter buffet, and I'll be attending that. They're going to have chicken franchise, steak, pork rolls. They're going to have a ham and a lot of great foods like chicken and broccoli alfredo, macaroni and cheese, breakfast foods and such. So I'll be going to, to that for Easter. My family and I generally go out to eat for Easter. We cook for Christmas, Fourth of July, and Thanksgiving. But Easter is our one holiday that we go out to eat for. However, I will be making dessert. We have dessert at a friend's house for Easter. So this year I'm going to be making a strawberry cheesecake. I love cheesecake. It really is good. I'm going to be making some Italian cookies and for my cannoli-loving family members and my cannoli-loving friends, I'm going to be making a cannoli cake. So that's what I'm going to be making this Easter. If I won one million dollars, what would I buy? Well, I would buy a house in Tampa Bay, Florida. I'd move to Florida. I would buy a 500-gallon aquarium and make that a saltwater fish only with live rock tank, have some blue hippo tanks in it, have some naso tanks, have some school of fox faces, have some stingrays, have some puffers, triggers, moray eels, and predatory saltwater fish. I'd also buy a 500-gallon freshwater tank where I would have uh, discus, angelfish, arowanas, walrus, and chocolate cichlids. And I'd also uh, buy a pool, and I'd give some money to the homeless, and uh, I would go out to eat a lot, and I'd be a really happy person. I would love to win a million dollars. And my last question, if I were president, what would be some things that I would do? Well, if I were president, the first thing I would do is for any people coming to our, our country or crossing the border, I would make them take some sort of United States of America class where they learn about the history of the United States, where they learn English, our language here in the United States, and they would learn how to be United States of America citizens. They'd learn how to get a job. they learn how to pay for their house or their apartment, and they'd learn how to manage their money so that they would be a good United States citizen. I would cut back on the handouts. I would only give government assistance to those who are really disabled, like people coming from Spain who have life-threatening illnesses. They would get 
uh, handouts. Everyone else would have to work for their illness, like all of us American citizens have to do. I'd also change the legal drinking age to 18. If you can go to high school and graduate by 18, and if you can drive a car and go to college and do all sorts of other things, including play gambling at age 18, you should be able to drink at age 18. I also would have strict laws limiting teen pregnancy. I would say anyone under the age of 16 would be penalized if they got pregnant at that young age. It sounds harsh, but I want to put an end to teenage pregnancy. And also, I would uh, require known criminals and known drug addicts and known pedophiles to um, have monthly checks and make sure that they're not breaking the law again. Now, those are some of the things I would do as a president, and I probably would be uh, a mediocre president, because I don't want to say I'm going to be a terrible president. It will uh, make me upset. But I wouldn't be a really good president. I'll just say that. So those are my answers. Now it's your turn to go ahead and answer those. Call one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. All right. Now it is time for our guest segment. Are you ready for a fun interview here live on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinale, who is going to be our special guest? What will they have to promote? It's time for our special guest spotlight. Let's get to the fun interview. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our guest tonight is a former co-host of mine and a really good friend of mine. Our guest tonight is the crayfish man, James Jones. Now, I was supposed to do an interview live with him here on American Variety Network, but unfortunately, I think he is a little busy today. But there always is a plan B, and I've got our last interview that I did with him, and it is very good. So I'm going to play that on tonight's show, and James Jones is going to talk to us about crayfish. So here we go. One of my favorite guests ever on the show. Matter of fact, he won Best Co-Host of 2014. He's a very busy man, and I'm very glad to have him on the show today. So today I'm going to be interviewing the owner of Crayfish Kings, the magazine, the owner of DMV Aquatics, and he also has a fantastic group on Facebook called Crayfish Keepers of North America, and he is the man to go for, or the man to go to, for crayfish knowledge. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in our guest tonight. Our guest today is the owner of DMV Aquatics and Crayfish Kings, the crayfish man, James Jones. How are you doing today, James? And thank you for being a part of the Aquatic Wetline today. Oh, always a pleasure. It's a pleasure having you on the show, and I'm very happy to have you on the show today. So thank you for being here. Oh, no problem. Happy to be here. Awesome. Now, if any of our live listeners have any questions, you can go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. 
1-347-989-8142. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. If you'd like to ask a crayfish question to the man with all the crayfish knowledge, James Jones. All right, so let's go ahead and, and get started because we've got a lot to talk about today. Now, the last time we had you on the show was back in November, so how have things been going for you since November? Uh, slow and crazy. The, the holidays and this weather I ain't been doing too much shipping, but other than that, just preparing other things that I have that was on my plate for 2015. Just trying to get that unloaded and, and keep it going. That's good. I notice you've been pretty busy with your magazine and stuff like that, so that's awesome. Now, I know you've got a magazine coming out, so when exactly is the magazine going to be coming out? I don't even think I know. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> it's always like there's a whole bunch of things always coming up. I have a couple of people that's helping me um, put the magazine together, but anybody that knows that ever tried to put a magazine or has a magazine out, that is a lot of work, and with having my job, my company, and then doing this um, kids on uh, Fish Club, my time has just been gone. It's like we need to add another 24 hours into a day. That's good. So what exactly is going to be in the magazine? Um, this issue is going to be a special issue for my, um, well, it's not mine, for the um, Crayfish group page on, on Facebook, Crayfish Keepers of North America, just highlighting the, um, the different members there um their crayfish and their stories about what got them into crayfish and what they like about crayfish. So it's all, it's all about the group. Awesome. So where can our listeners find your magazine when it comes out? Uh, it actually will be is an online publication, so the link will be put on Crayfish King's um, f- fan page on Facebook. It will be on DMV Aquatics fan page. Hopefully I have my my website back up. I decided to do it myself and write everything out in code, so it's actually taking me a lot longer. Um, it will be there, so it will. Um, you can check out Facebook and find find it on there. That's awesome! I can't wait for that that uh, that magazine. I know your group is awesome. So, would you mind explaining to us your group a little bit? Um, the group is just a collection, pretty much second family of crayfish lovers. And actually didn't, like I said before, um, didn't know it was that many people that actually love crayfish. Well, I knew it was, they were there because they was buying crayfish from me, but just having a forum or somewhere that people can engage, talk, ask questions, show their pictures, and just share their knowledge of crayfish. That's awesome. I'm, I'm a member of your group, and i got to say, I really do enjoy it. You do a fantastic job running Crayfish Keepers of North America on Facebook, so we got to make a commercial for you. <laughs> it's self-sufficient. Um, tell you the truth, I just started the group up. The group took a took a mind of its own. So many members that every day engage in helping others, beginners that's learning about crayfish. So all I did was start the group up. The group itself is doing a, a tremendous job of you know keeping it up, keeping it just warm and uh, family oriented that you can come over there and ask questions and got worry about nobody calling you stupid or dumb for a dumb question or nothing like that. Just a place to go get help for crayfish. That's awesome. I really do enjoy your group. So if any of our listeners who are on Facebook and you are thinking about keeping crayfish, you should go ahead and join Crayfish Keepers of North America. Jeans has a wonderful group of administrators and a lot of great members on Crayfish Keepers of North America. Now, I heard you say earlier you have a program for kids that are involved in the fish keeping hobby. Could you explain a little bit about that to us? 
Okay, no problem. What it is is that um, as adults, we get caught in our ways on taking care of fish is our way or the highway. We, you know, just everything we do with the uh, the fish group, adults are setting their ways. They're going to be them. But I thought that why not um, give the knowledge to the next generation? When I'm an old man, they can't lift up a bucket and do a water change. I want to know that the, the hobby has been passed to a generation that is going to be responsible and take care of the hobby just like the people before me. So I just put up a group for um, kids. I, I run a community center in um, Washington, D.C., and just literally starting it up a program. Uh, it's actually an entrepreneurship program where they're going to learn the business side as well as the hobby of taking care of fish and learning that you can make money off of your hobby as well as you don't have to wait till you're an adult to own your business or make money. You can make money as a, as a child as long as your parents are able to put, get the business license and everything for you, but allowing them to make money and not having to wait for a summer job or wait for their parents to give them money because I don't know how others are. When I was young, you know, money came sparingly. You know, as soon as you get money, you're running to buy ice cream, buy this and buy that. So it's just a way of teaching kids how to be entrepreneurs, teach them um, the conservation behind fish keeping, the proper way of doing things, the proper way of getting rid of your fish if you no longer want them. Just make trying to make the the next generation of the hobby better. That's awesome. I'm, I'm I'm all for supporting getting younger kids involved in the hobby. So that's great. I really respect you for that. Appreciate it. Now, are you are you going to get the kids involved in crayfish too, or just regular tropical fish? Um, we're going to start off with um, crayfish and guppies, uh, two of the easier um, fish to deal with, to breed, to learn about. And there's a lot of scientific knowledge behind those two and a lot that we can do. But what I want to do, I want the kids to decide. After they start the learning process on the basics of taking care of fish, I want them to choose the next one and do their research on what's the return and in, in investment on going to get. If we decide we want to breed angels, what's the return and in investment on going to get those angels? Like I said before, it's a thing of entrepreneurship, teaching them to make money. So it will actually be turned into a, a, a store. We sell online, sell to the community, Craigslist, things of that nature. So pretty much after those two, it will be on them. That's awesome. So they've got the knowledge of fish keeping, plus they're going to be able to make money. So that's great. You're doing a good thing for these young kids. They're trying to do something, trying to keep them off the street, trying to grab them before the TV, the rap, and the streets catch them. Yeah, that's true. Some of that stuff does happen. But I'm glad you're actually taking steps to prevent some of these kids from doing that. We need a lot more people like that in this world today. Yeah, I had them. I had people in my life that helped keep me out of trouble. They introduced to me to my uncles and people of that nature that taught me, that brought me into the fish hobby, that taught me, you know, you can step out the box. You don't have to be like everyone else. And I think that's the biggest problem when it comes to our youth is is fitting into a certain category of fitting into being accepted. And all the time you don't need to be accepted. You need to do your own thing, and people will accept you for that. Yes, that's very true, and that's pretty cool you do that for the kids. Now the kids will be able to have the ability to keep fish for their whole life now, which is great, and they know how to breed stuff. 
Yes, and it also teaches some responsibility because you, you have to take care of the fish. The fish life depends on you. So if you don't feed them, you don't keep their water changed, then they get sick and die. So they, they depend on you to live. So it's teaching you, you know, you, you got to depend on yourself that you got to hygiene as well as eating properly is just doing everything in life that when you get grown, you have nobody to tell you you have to do this. So you got to have that built in you, that motivation to get out here and do on your own and don't have to wait till you're back against the wall to decide to do anything in life. And that's true. Later on in life, they'll learn how to take care of kids and stuff. So it's really it's a good responsibility teacher to these kids. Exactly. And then with fish, it's just like any other hobby or any other profession, industry out here in the world. So once you learn the basics of entrepreneurship, if you have another love that you may be an artist, you may love music, but you can learn that you don't have to wait for the job gods for a job. You go create your own. That's awesome. So what are your plans for 2015 for Crayfish Kings and DMV Aquatics? Um, planning on expanding, um, then put in for grant money and everything. So just pretty much doing the paperwork or you get money from the government or wherever is always some loopholes you got to jump through so there's a lot of classes and stuff I had to go for that but the main thing is I wanted to get a, a bigger place I got a hundred hundred tanks that I need up and running by the summertime so I just need a, a facility that I can afford that I can put that in as well as that I wanted to start um, breeding shrimp because it started off with crayfish but I want to overall just be invertebrates so uh, add with growing, adding the shrimp on um, to the stock, as well as getting my um, export license so I can ship outside of the United States. That's awesome. Uh, that'll be cool for you to ship um, crayfish and shrimp to places like Canada and out of the United States. That's going to be awesome for you. Yeah. Actually, right now I'm allowed to ship to Canada without a um, – uh, export license, um, but everywhere else I, I need that license in order to ship. So it would expand the business and also would expand the reach of crayfish because a lot of people places can't have crayfish. Like UK, they can only have the um, the red claws. That's it. So um, a lot of places that want these different, like we want these different types of crayfish that we don't have here. So giving us a chance to get the ones that they got and us being able to give them the ones we have. So everybody gets to enjoy the crayfish. That's good. You're going to get a lot of customers that way, so kudos to you. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you still interbreeding crayfish, or are you still learning about that? Um, actually, I've received a um, pair from a, a good buddy of mine on the um, group, um, Doug. He's gave me a mixture of... Uh, blue clocky and a red clocky, if I'm not mistaken, that actually made a blue purplish crayfish that he called the blue, um, a purple clocky. So um, he gave sold them to me as juvenile, so I'm growing those out. So that will be probably the first one I would start off with um, and just move on from, from there, pretty much still in the research area because um, the thing with crayfish, you have a lot of information on wild crayfish, study doing on wild crayfish, but there's very little and a lot of washed-down information on keeping these um, invertebrates in your home aquarium. So just pretty much trying to get all the research up to date and put the, this information out with the help of the group of just explaining from the, be the beginning steps of caring, setting up your tanks to different foods, um, even to breeding them. 
So just getting to the point of just getting that information because, you know, when you don't have that information in front of you and you have to go create it yourself, that's, that's a lot of time you got to spend in front of your tank of watching. Yeah, it's very true. I know you have a lot of members on your group, and I know they get a lot of answers from you, so you're a very knowledgeable crayfish guy. So I know if anyone has any questions, they can ask you for crayfish. Yeah, and there's a lot of people in the group with um, tons of information on crayfish. Even I'm learning in different aspects. You have um, one guy that does research on them. You know, he a taxidermy, I think, where he, he keeps the crayfish in little jars, um, and um, named Doug. I mean, not Doug, Dan. I'm sorry about that. But um, research on them. You got a guy that that has put, um, photo more crayfish. Anybody else in the world? I can't even think of his name right now, and I don't want to call the wrong name out. But there's a lot of people on that group that I'm learning from. So there's always room to learn. That's why everybody say the crayfish king and you're the expert. But every day I'm still learning, still learning different techniques, different things on different types of crayfish. So it's fun. That's awesome. I know you enjoy the crayfish hobby. I do too. You got me in the crayfish hobby last year, and I know that you're getting a lot of people into the crayfish hobby, so that's awesome. What do you really enjoy about crayfish? I think the main thing of being the bottom. I'm always rooting for the underdog, and in movies, I'm always rooting for the bad guy. It's a, I hate the movie. They say you don't put to use the word hate, but I dislike the movie when the bad guy lose. When the underdog lose, I can't stand it. So that was one of the main things that no information, not a lot of people selling them, and those who sell them had the prices outrageous on selling them. And it was just, I was taught in business school to find a niche in your industry, find a place where you can get in and you can make a mark in. So as I looked around the, the industry, I saw that, you know, cichlids, everybody's into cichlids. Shrimp has become very popular over the last 10 or so years. And just was looking around to see what no one wasn't really dealing with and ran across the crayfish. Always kept them, most mainly the wild types, um, um, swamp reds and things of that nature that I always kept. But it was just something to sit at my tank because I was always at the creek catching my own minnows, catfish, and things of that nature. And once I found out that there was not a lot of information that I could actually make a difference in that in that area, then it was it was a no brainer after that. That's good, and I know crayfish are very popular now. That they're starting to increase. A lot of my fish stores are starting to carry more crayfish now. And I even noticed that Peco in my area is starting to sell crayfish too. Is Peco a good place to buy crayfish for beginners to know? Um, yes and no. I the the big commercial pet stores. I tend to stay away because it's all about the dollar. It's numbers. They get a large number in, and they got to get that that number out. You have a lot of younger people that just need a summer job that don't have the knowledge and uh, the the wisdom to take care of the tanks for them. So you have a lot of tanks that are just diseased up for having so many crayfish or other fish just piled up in a one tank. So when you get that fish home, nine or ten times it's going to die. That's one of the reasons why Petco gave you a 15-day um, guarantee that you can get another fish because they expect it to die. And places like that don't make money off of fish. They make money off supplies and food that, they, that you need for that fish. 
You can buy a fifty a ten cent goldfish, and it's gonna cost you almost fifty dollars to house that ten cent goldfish. So they care less about that fish. I always suggest that people go to mom and pa's um, private owned pet stores where you got more knowledge, more people that care, and then their selection and the people their suppliers are better. They they know they know them, and they pick and choose which type they want. That if they don't come in healthy, they don't take them in because most of them are single ran tanks where they're not put on a whole system, so they don't want to afford to let these tanks go down with putting bad fish in their um in their aquariums. But for those that don't have a private um pet store, try to catch um the the I call them the pea stores. Catch them when they first get their crayfish in, before they hit their tank, that you can get them straight out the bag and take them home. Yep, you stand a better chance instead of having them sit in their tank for a couple of days, then going to get them, and then coming home messing up your tank. So I always suggest people either go online. I know people say that they don't, you know, I don't know about going online to buy, um, to buy things, how they're going to live, you know, what happens if they don't arrive. But if you're not comfortable with buying them online, try to find a, a private-owned store. If not, and you have to settle for the, the P stores, then so be it. You know, just know the chances you're taking with dealing with them. If the crayfish die, you know you can go back and get another one. What a great interview that was. Did you guys enjoy that fun interview? I sure hope so. All right, now it is time for a fun conversation. I'm going to go ahead and recap WWE Roadblock and discuss what to do when you're sick and more right now. You are tuned in with to WWE Zone Radio. Here on American Variety Network with your host Alex Cardinali, a lifelong WWE wrestling fan. Alex will be discussing anything and everything pro wrestling. Want to cut a promo? Well, then call in live at 1-347-989-8142. Come on, Magus. That's 1-347-989-8142 to discuss anything and everything wrestling. Who is ready for some wrestling? Making his way to the ring right now is the Vigilante and the Icon Alex. Cardinali. The match is underway. Let's head to the ring. Live right now, it's WWE Zone Radio. WWE Roadblock Review. The New Day defeated the League of Nations to retain the WWE Tag Team Championships. It was a really good match. Chris Jericho defeated Jack Swagger in what was a good match. I actually like Chris Jericho as a heel. And Chris Jericho, before the match, cut a very good heel promo. The Revival 
defeated Enzo Amore and Colin Cassidy to retain the NXT Tag Team Championships. Charlotte defeated Natalia to retain the Divas title. Brock Lesnar defeated Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper in a handicap match. Sami Zayn defeated Stardust. And Triple H defeated Dean Ambrose to retain the WWE Championship. And that was the best match of the night, in my opinion. I'm glad to see Triple H wrestling more now. He looks great. He looks in amazing shape for his age. And he's my personal favorite wrestler right now. Triple H is my favorite wrestler because he still has good wrestling moves 10 years or more into his career. He's great. Oh, actually, 20 years or more. So that's why I like Triple H. He's got a 20-plus year career, and he's doing good so Far. And I would personally rate Roadblock as a five-star event, and five-star is good. So out of five stars, I would rate Roadblock at five. All right, that is the WWE Roadblock Review. All right, so right now I'm going to have a discussion on what to do if you have the stomach bug. This past week, I personally had the stomach bug, and I want to help all of my listeners out there who may eventually get the stomach bug. So the first thing you want to do if you have the stomach bug is to drink the right fluids. Fluids are critically important when you have the stomach flu. You're losing vital bodily fluids through sweating, vomiting, and diarrhea. Make sure you are drinking plenty of liquids. If you are having trouble keeping liquids down, try taking small sips at regular interviews or chew ice chips. Drinks like water and Gatorade and tea are what you should be drinking. So you want to have small sips at regular intervals or chew ice chips, and you want to drink water, Gatorade, and tea. Eat the right food. Keeping food down can be difficult with the stomach flu. Don't force yourself to eat it if it makes you feel nauseated. The brat diet, bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast should be your go-to when it comes to an uneasy stomach. It consists of foods that are easy to digest, contain a lot of carbohydrates to give you energy, and replenish nu uh, nu nutrients lost through vomiting and diarrhea. Bananas. Bananas are easy to digest and can replace the potassium you lose from vomiting and diarrhea. Rice. 
Brown rice has too much fiber, but white rice is easy to digest and provides energy from carbs. Applesauce. This is also easy to digest, can provide an energy boost due to the carbs and sugars, and also contains pectin, which can help with diarrhea. Toast. Avoid using whole wheat bread as fiber can be difficult on the digestive system. White bread is very processed and is easier to digest. Rest. First and foremost, if you had the stomach flu, your body needs to rest in order to fight off the virus. You'll need to get plenty of sleep and reduce the amount of activity you normally do during the day. This means lounging on the couch while, when you're not in bed. Remember, you're not being lazy. While you're lying down, your body is working hard to fight off the virus and repair damage on the cellular level. Medications, viral versus bacterial. Antibiotics won't help with stomach flu because it is a condition caused by a virus, which antibiotics are, are unable to fight. When you have the stomach flu, you can take medication, but you should do it sparingly. If you have a fever, headache, or muscle aches, ibuprofen can help, as long as it doesn't cause you to have more of an upset stomach. Take it sparingly with food is usually the best approach. Tylenol is usually recommended for stomach flu, unless you have liver disease. Avoid taking aspirin as well. All right. That is what to do if you guys and gals have the stomach bug. I hope none of you out there ever get the stomach bug. All right, now we're going to have a discussion on what to do if it's raining outside. Spring starts tonight, and April is known to have a lot of rain. So if it's raining outside, you can play board games and video games. You can clean up and do chores. You can bake some good treats like brownies, cookies, cheesecakes, cake, etc. And you can watch a movie or your favorite TV show. That is this week's discussion here on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. Now it's time for one of my personal favorite segments. Here is a question from Jeffrey. 
What match are you most looking forward to at WrestleMania 32, and why? Well, Jeffrey, I am looking forward to Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania 32. I want to see who wins that match, and I want to see if Shane McMahon actually gets control of Monday Night Raw, and... I want to see who returns in that match. Is it going to be Goldberg? Is it going to be Sting? Is it going to be CM Punk? Is anyone going to help Shane McMahon win? Or anyone going to help uh, The Undertaker win? I cannot wait to watch that match. I also would like to see Triple H versus Roman Reigns. I know you are a Sting fan, Jeffrey says. What are your thoughts on the icon, the vigilante Sting, announcing retirement? Well, uh, I would love to see Sting get a win at a pay-per-view, but he is an icon and he's a legend. He had a fantastic career, and I'm glad to have finally seen him wrestle in the WWE. He had a great match with Triple H and a great match with Seth Rollins, and he defeated the Big Show and Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw. So at least he does have a victory in the WWE. I'm glad he's the headliner in the Hall of Fame this year. I'll be having a Sting show on Saturday, April 2nd, the night before WrestleMania. So thank you, Jeffrey, for your question. We've got a question from Bob. I'm going to be visiting my family in Orlando. I live in Tampa, Florida. I would like to visit their fish stores and purchase some fish. How long can fish last in a bag? And what are some tips? Well, generally, fish can last in a bag for 48 hours. That is two full days. They are shipped from all over the world. Both freshwater and saltwater fish can live if they're packed well with oxygen and tightly packed for two business days. So my tip for you are to get a styrofoam box to place the fish bag inside. This will help keep the temperature where it needs to be, and if the fish bag does pop a leak, the styrofoam container will be able to hold the fish. Also, when you are buying the fish, have the fish store employee uh, put a lot of oxygen in the bag and make sure the bag is triple bagged. So in case the fish does, or the, the, the bag holding the fish does leak, there's two other bags to hold the fish. You always want to make sure there's a lot of oxygen in a bag if it's a several-hour trip. Hope my answer to your question is one that helps you out. Thank you, Bob, for that question. We've got a question from Julianne, and Julianne asked, did you ever think Sting would be in the WWE? No, I never thought I would see Sting wrestling for the WWE, but I am really glad Sting is here in the WWE. And last but not least, we've got a question from Ken. How do you think the Yankees are going to do this year? Because I know you are a Yankees fan, and so am I. I don't know how the Yankees are going to do, but I will tell you, I hope the Yankees are much better than they were last year. I want the Yankees to have a great season this year, and hopefully the Yankees will go to the playoffs. So, 
Uh, I appreciate your question, Ken. I think the Yankees are going to be pretty good this year. Um, and I think Fifi Sebastia and Masahiro Tanaka are going to do well. Thank you to everybody who emailed me a question. You can call 1347-989-8142 in the remainder of the show to ask me a question or email your questions for next week's show to American Variety Network at Comcast.net. All right, it's time for some laughs right now. Are you ready to laugh your asses off? It's time for our funny audio clips. And this week, all of the audio clips are coming from Observe and Report. (laughs) It's time for us to laugh our asses off here on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinale. Be prepared to laugh at this funny clips and jokes. Check it out. I have some sensual salts available also. Do you know what those are? No. That's when you don't want to take a little bubble bath. You want to cover your little breasts with some bubbles. Excuse me, I'm Detective Harrison, Conway Police. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I wasn't touching her in a bad way or anything. Yeah, just... Somebody robbed a shoe store last night, and I'm just asking around to see if anybody noticed anything. All right, you need to get the fuck out of here. Have you noticed any suspicious characters hanging around the mall? Maybe somebody looked like they were casing the place, anything like no, that? No, I haven't seen shit. What's up, Saddam? the fuck do you want, Ronnie? I want you to face the fucking music is what I want. I have a restraining order against you, so why don't you take this opportunity to back the fuck up? Uh, Ronnie, come on, let's go. Let's look at my case up, Harrison. But you said you had proof. You got, you got I... a restraining order against you? Let's go. This motherfucker, look at him. That's all the proof I need. That's racist, man. Race has nothing to do with this. You fit the profile. Oh, just like I fit the profile for the pervert? I don't know. You're not the pervert. My dick is brown, you dumb motherfucker. Let's you know go. What you should do is arrest this fucking clown. He comes here and harasses me like every day. Last week he comes here and tells me that he discovered my plot to blow up the Chick-fil-A. Why the fuck would I blow up Chick-fil-A? It's fucking delicious. Come okay, on, let's go. I'll go. I'll go. Let's go. But not before I tell you I got your fucking number. So you should know that I know that you did that shit. Fuck you, Ronnie. Fuck you. 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 Fuck you, Ronnie. Fuck you. Fuck you, Ronnie. Fuck you, Saddam Hussein of Iraq. Fuck you. Fuck you. Try and calm down. Louder, more calm down. Please calm the fuck down. Fuck you, okay? okay I'm okay, a business okay, owner. Okay. If you don't take this fool off my car, I'm gonna start whipping some ass up in here. Take out your taser. You have no right to put a taser on me. Take you out mean? your fucking I'm taser, taser Charles. Honey, All right, you are Fuck. How hard is that? It's the easiest thing on earth. I got another one right here, motherfucker.
right, kids, no horseplay. Get on home, sleep. Hey, Faye, you looking for that crack? Am I looking for that crack? As in crack cocaine? You just offered to sell me a Schedule One narcotic. That's a felony. That's five to ten years. Boom, you're under citizen's arrest. Oh, I will not let you go, motherfucker. Fuck you. You are going to learn things in jail you didn't know existed. I just got to wait for my partner to get back. Right Should be any second. Get your hands off him. What? You heard me? That's my son, motherfucker. What, this little guy right here? This is my motherfucking seed right here. You see, I got him on my motherfucking chest. I see that. I just gonna tattoo any motherfucker on my chest. This is my lifeline, my legacy. Well, I hate to be the one to break this to you because you seem to love him. Seems as though your son just tried to sell me an illegal drug. Rico just tried to sell you some drugs. Yeah. Mm, that's some crazy shit. Ain't that some crazy that's shit? Fucked up. That's not too crazy, though, because he works for me, you stupid motherfucker. More bad news, you're going to need to find yourself a new employee, because I'm taking him downtown. Oh, for real. Well, you're going to need to find a new motherfucking head. You're right. You're free to go, kid. Good luck with the crack. Have a good life. Yeah, get home, Rico. Do your motherfucking homework. Rico, get home. So I'll catch you guys later. Thank you very much. Waste of time. Motherfucker, don't tell me what to do. How many motherfuckers have you killed? None. I've killed two, so shut the fuck up. I'll do it, okay? Oh, you gonna start crying? Just don't do it. Oh, look at little bitch. This is a mistake, okay? Just don't do it. You know what I should do? Should make you suck this gun like a dick. And when it comes, it's gonna blow your brains all over the street. Look at your heart. Pop a cap in his ass right now. I'm motherfucking believable. You going seriously sit here and fucking talk to me? Damn, yeah, you just say what? Observe and report. 
a kind of funny adult film. If you haven't seen that movie, you got to check it out. It's a real funny movie. All right, what a great start to our show. We're already an hour and six minutes into our show. So I'm going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break and intermission. During this intermission, I'm going to play tribute to Maroon 5 and play some infomercials. Don't go anywhere. There is more fun to be had, including prank phone calls, our recipe for fried steak, and more. So don't go anywhere. The three songs I'm going to play tribute to from Room 5, Room 5, excuse me, are Payphone, This Love, and Moves Like Jag- Jagger. Coming up next, next, next. Chicken fried steak recipe and cooking on Saturdays, funny prank phone calls, did you know facts, and trending now.
I'll be out spending all this money while you sitting around wondering why it wasn't you who came up from nothing. Made it from the bottom, now when you see me, I'm starting. And all of my cars are with a push of a button. Telling me I changed since I blew up or whatever you call it. Switch the number to my phone so you never could call it. Don't need my name on my shirt, you can tell it I'm balling. Swish, what a shame, could have got picked. Had a really good game, but you missed your last shot. So you talk about who you see at the top or what you could have saw. But sad to say, it's over for. Phantom pull up, valet, open doors. Wish I'd go away, got what you was looking for. Now it's me who they want so you can go and take that little piece of shit with you. I'm out of
Carob Sea is the proud sponsor of the American Variety Network. Carob Sea provides tropical fish keepers with quality products such as live sand for saltwater aquariums, which will help cycle your aquarium. Life Rock, the best and safest alternative to live rock without the unwanted pests. The best line of aquarium chemicals for both fresh and salt water. Next time you need quality products for your tank, give Carob Sea a try. Check us out at CarobSea.com. Saltwater Fish Keepers, are you looking to purchase a new saltwater fish, a new coral, or some new saltwater inverts? Would you like to receive a 15% discount? Well, now you can. Aqua Alex, American Variety Network, and Blue Zoo Aquatics are now offering you 15% off your order with Blue Zoo Aquatics. By simply using the code AVN coupons, all capital letters. So the next time you order from Blue Zoo Aquatics, enter the coupon code AVN coupons, all in capital letters. This promotion lasts from now until the end of March. So make sure you save. 15% off your next order with Blue Do you remember the first time we came here? Mm. All right, what was I wearing? You had a blue, you had a red sweater on, like a dress, like a blousey kind of a, a swoosh. Yeah, you do remember. Let me help you with this. How could I forget? <laughs> Every time you experience a meal from our kitchen, it's as good as the first. Always delicious. Always affordable. It's no big surprise. Next Friday, March 25th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on the Mass Effect, School of Fish, Inc. owner Dave, will be our special guest, and Dave will talk about his fish store, School of Fish, Inc. Plus, our featured businesses will be Tony's Pizza and Restaurant and Big Y World Class Market. Plus, find out about the latest news and events happening in Massachusetts, and find out what's on our bulletin board for next Friday. So join us next Friday, March 25th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Massachusetts Residence, for our second episode of The Mass Effect. Next Saturday, March 26th, 2016, live on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. It turns into a special Easter celebration. For the first time ever, Saturday Live with AC celebrates a holiday. Our special guest is Angie Rafferty. Angie has overcome cancer, and she's going to share her story with us. Plus, I'll answer your questions and ask away with Alice Cardinelli. And the show turns Easter by me talking about Easter candy, my favorite Easter memories, 
giving out Easter recipes, and more. Expect to hear Easter music and some funny Easter audio clips. So celebrate Easter just one night before Easter the holiday, before Easter Sunday. So join the Easter scene Saturday live with Alice Cardinelli next Saturday, March 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on American Variety Network. It's the Easter Bunny, Alice Cardinelli, and I'm inviting you to join me on Easter morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific, as I celebrate Easter with all of you, my listeners, live right here on American Variety Network. I'll discuss the history of Easter, I'll give out some good Easter recipes, and I'll talk about some things that an Easter bunny would talk about. Happy Easter, everyone, and join me, Easter bunny, I'm Cardinelli, live Easter morning, Sunday, March 27th, at 9am Eastern, for a special Easter 2016 broadcast. Welcome back to the American Variety Network on Blog Talk Radio, the one and only podcast for hardworking Americans that has a show for everyone. Now let's get back to the show. Here is your host, Alex Cardinali in the Springfield, Massachusetts studio. Is it Saturday night already? Tonight is time for the Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli here on American Variety Network. Are you ready to have some fun on this Saturday night? Coming up right here, Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. Will be some laughs, special guests, some funny phone calls, and some fun discussion. Live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli takes over the airwaves now. million dollars 
and what would you do if you were president of the United States of America? Let's get back into our awesome segments here on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. Fire up your stove, turn on your ovens and get ready to go. Alex Cardinale is going to give you some awesome recipes you can use this weekend. It's time for cooking on Saturday. Have you ever wondered if you can fry a steak? Well, yes, you can. This week's recipe is for chicken fried steak. Now, chicken fried steak is literally the fried chicken version of steak. You literally take a piece of steak, usually Angus steak or cube steak, and you bread it in breadcrumbs and fry it and serve it with a side of gravy. It really is finger-licking good. So tonight, I've got my very own chicken fried steak recipe along with a country gravy that I'm going to share with you. So here we go. For my chicken fried steak, I use one package of cube steaks, and you usually get about six or seven cube steaks in a package, in my area at least. Then you're going to need a cup of flour seasoned with salt and pepper and your favorite seasonings. You're going to need eggs mixed with milk and salt and pepper and your favorite seasonings. And you can either use panko breadcrumbs, Italian-style breadcrumbs, or crushed Ritz crackers, whatever topping or breading you want to use. I have used the crushed Ritz crackers and Italian breadcrumbs before, and both work wonders. They taste uh, beautiful and nice. Either one works fine. And then you need about two or three cups of the breading or breadcrumbs. And what you're going to do is you're going to dredge the cube steak in the flour, then into the egg, back in the flour, and finally into the breadcrumbs. And you want to let the breaded steak sit for about 10 to 15 minutes on a cookie tray so that the breading could, could uh, stick to the steak. And while you let the steak sit for 10 to 15 minutes, you want to be preheating your skillet with some oil. You want your oil to be nice and hot when you add your steak because if you put your steak into a skillet that is not hot, your uh, steak is going to be soggy and oily and not crispy and crunchy. We want a crispy and crunchy steak, so we want our oil to be about uh, 165 degrees Fahrenheit or above, so it needs to be really hot. So make sure you have it on the highest heat you can, and once the oil starts bubbling, you can turn it down and put your steak in. Now you want to cook your steak for about four minutes per side, and uh, take it out of the oil, drain it, and bake it for about... Four more minutes at 325 to make sure it is fully cooked, if you like your steak well cooked. I like my steak medium rare, so I find that eight minutes in the fryer is pretty good. Now that is the steak part. You have to make a country gravy, 
Well, you don't have to, but a traditional uh, fried steak comes with a gravy, and the gravy is really easy to make. So the ingredients for a country gravy are a half cup of vegetable oil, three-fourths of a cup of all-purpose flour, a teaspoon of salt, a teaspoon of ground black pepper, and four cups of milk. Heat the oil in a large skillet over medium heat. Whisk in the flour, salt, and pepper until smooth. Cook and stir over medium heat until browned, about 10 minutes. Gradually stir in the milk so that no lumps form, and continue cooking and stirring until thickened. If the gravy becomes too thick, you may thin it out with a little more milk. And you can use that gravy to top the steak. You can also use brown gravy or a mushroom gravy if you prefer. And you can serve this fried steak and the gravy along with mashed potatoes, green beans, uh, vegetables that you like, rice, pasta. The sides are endless with a country fried steak or chicken fried steak. It goes by a lot of names, but I'll call it chicken fried steak. And that's this week's edition of Cooking on Saturdays. Next week, I'm going to have an Italian Easter egg bread recipe for you just in time for Easter. All right, now on to you, my listeners, favorite part of the show, funny prank calls. And I've got seven wonderful prank calls that I'm going to play tonight. And the very first one, you're going to laugh your asses off at. It actually happened last night live on the Mass Effect here on the American Variety Network. It was a very funny caller. And I actually uh, edited the voices. I altered the voices to make it sound even funnier. So I hope you guys enjoy these prank calls and have a good laugh. Are you ready to laugh at some funny phone calls? Are you ready to hear these people's reaction to getting pranked? Let's all have a laugh here. It's now time for prank calls. We have a caller in the studio, so I'm going to go ahead and answer this call. Hi, I'm now live on the Mass Effect. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, hey, what's up, man? Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm pretty You're good. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm down, here, down here in Springfield. Uh, you know, A1A, what's up, so... Uh, man, I was just, like, congratulating you on your new uh, podcast, man. Is this your first one? <clears throat> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I wanted to see if, like, maybe you and me can get together and suck and maybe kiss and suck. I mean, I want to suck your dick real bad. You sound cute. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I told you that call was funny. Hello? Hello, is this Bonnie? Bonnie? You sure as hell sound like Bonnie. Okay. 
And Bunny not have one of them normal voices, so I'm guessing you must be Bunny? No, I'm not Bunny. Well, then I'm just going to call you Bunny and ask you where's my money. Your money? I'm not here to mess anyone around, but this is money, honey, and nothing to laugh about, Bunny. I'm calling to ask you, honey, where my money? I don't know what you're talking about. My name is not Bonnie. You sound stupid. You're stupid. Bonnie, honey, this is real. So you better tell me where my money, honey. Don't call me Bonnie. Bonnie, if this is you, you just got to come clean, honey. Why are you calling me honey? You really thought that money was yours to spend, honey? What? Bunny, 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 bunny. Hello. What? How's it going? All right. Yeah, last week you filled up your car at my gas station and didn't pay. Who's this? The, the gas station on East Oak. On what? Your card was declined and you drove away. Oh. The DMV matched your license plate number to this phone number. Ah, uh, what? Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. That was a $47 bill you ran out on. Well, tell me what store it was. Look, I ain't arguing with you. You come back here and pay up. Hello? Hello? Pay up, you scumbag! I'll pay you no fucking mind. <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Hello. 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 Hi, you you cut me off downtown yesterday. I, I was in a red Honda Civic. Not me. Uh, well, look, I work at a DMV, and I traced your license plate and got your number. What was I in? Look, I'm just calling you to say you really need to be aware of your surroundings. I'm aware of my surroundings. I didn't do it because I ain't been nowhere yesterday. I've been at home. I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm actually doing you a favor. Well, I'm just telling you it was not me, and I don't know how you got my phone number. How did you get a license anyway? I got a CDL license. I drive a big truck, but I wasn't at nowhere uh, yesterday. Don't test me. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I can I have your you license suspended if I want it. You need to well, learn you how to do drive. whatever you want to do. But I'm going to tell you, you got to prove it, and you better be able to prove it, or I'll have my lawyer on your ass. Why do they let the mentally impaired operate vehicles? Why? Tell me, why? It wasn't me. I don't. I did not go nowhere yesterday in my vehicle. My vehicle was parked at my house all day long. Hello? Well, hello. I'm Frank Mitchell. I'm calling about the house. What house? Yes, your house. First of all, is the neighborhood safe? We're looking to have children soon. Oh, house is uh, for sale. Well, great. We're very interested in buying. 
Oh, we have to talk to my wife. She's not here. Yes, we want to buy your house. Oh, well, you got to well, talk to my wife. Well, your house is listed on the Internet as available. Oh, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yes, we were surprised, too. But regardless, we're very interested. We'd like to make an offer now. But you didn't see it. 50000 is that okay? No, it's not enough. My wife won't take it. No, isn't that reasonable? She paid seventy. Wow, you drive a hard bargain. How about sixty thousand? I don't think she'll take that either. Then she's going to lose money. Well, how much are you looking for? I think she's looking for seventy to break oh, even. Come on, everything has a price. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, okay, you got yourself a deal. Can you be moved out in two days? Two days? I have nowhere to go. Where am I going to go? We'll get the movers arranged. No, I'm not moving. I can't move now. Hello? Hello? Yes? Hi, I just moved to the neighborhood. I got your name from the local directory. Uh, my name is Brandon. Hello? Okay. I just moved last week. It's really nice here. Okay. Look, the reason I'm calling is that I am legally obligated to inform my neighbors that I have a legal history. Legal history of what? Well, hold on, please. Let me continue. Hello? I am listening. Two years ago, I was charged with level one bestiality. <laughs> now, there was an incident with a ferret. I was really stressed out that week. <laughs> Listen, if you have a dog, cat, or any other pet, I'm supposed to advise you to keep a close eye on it. But don't worry, though. I, I prefer small animals like squirrels and various rodents. Well, make sure you wrap them in black electricity tape. You know, anyway, uh, if you're not doing anything, you, you want to watch a movie? I have 101 Dalmatians, Air Bud, Garfield. You know, just let me know. Is that right? Oh, yeah. You know what? 
I shouldn't have even believed you when you said you wanted to get back together. <laughs> I thought you were the one, baby. I love you. All right, those are this week's prank calls, and I certainly hope that you enjoyed them. Now we're going to our Did You Know? American Variety Network proudly presents to Saturday Live with Alex Cardinale some awesome Did You Know facts. You will leave this show with a lot of awesome knowledge. All right, did you know the man with the largest penis in the world lives at home with his mom and hasn't been laid in 12 years. Do you know Walt Disney himself was the voice of Mickey Mouse for more than 20 years? Over half of all STDs reported in the United States are in the age range of 24 or younger. Ugh, gross. Did you also know a whale's penis is called a dork? So the next time you call someone a dork, you're actually calling them a whale's penis. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know religion is like a penis? It's okay to have one. It's okay to be proud of it. However, do not pull it out in public. Do not push it out on children. Do not write laws with it. And do not think with it. Did you know that there are over 500 kinds of fish that produce some electricity? That's some cool did-you-know facts to think about on today's show. Trending now. Here is what's currently trending on Facebook. Madonna, singer, pulls down 17-year-old fan's shirt on stage at Brisbane, Australia concert. Dwayne Wade, Miami Heat shooting guard, scores 20,000th career point. Congratulations, Dwayne Wade. Albuquerque Zoo, faculty put under brief lockdown after an ape escapes, officials say. So a great ape got out. I know a great ape. Pitch Perfect 2. 2015 musical comedy film starring Rebel Wilson and Anna Kendrick premieres on HBO. Framingham, Massachusetts. Police accuse four who entered country illegally of attacking couple, report says. PlayStation 4. Sony planning new version of console that has 4K resolution, report says. Palm Sunday, Christian observance celebrates the arrival of Jesus in Jerusalem. That takes place tomorrow. That is what's trending now on Facebook. And that's going to put a wrap on today's show. I had a blast on this week's episode of Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. I'd like to thank all of you for tuning into Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli tonight. I really do hope you enjoyed the show. Special thanks to James Jones 
for being our guest this week. Special thanks to Jeffrey, Bob, Juliana, and Ken for all the questions this week. Please check out my fan page on Facebook, Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli, and hit like if you enjoy this show. Before I end the show, I'd like to plug next Saturday's action-packed, Easter-themed Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli, live Saturday, March 26th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern. Our special guest will be Angie Rafferty. Angie has overcome cancer, and she will be here to tell her story. Plus... She will talk about being a teacher. There will be a discussion on my favorite Easter memories, Easter candy, and Easter activities. There will be Easter music and funny Easter audio clips. Ask Away with Alice Cardinelli. Email your questions to AliceGoYankeesCardinelli19 at gmail.com. Cooking on Saturdays next week, our recipe is going to be Italian Easter egg bread. So one day before Easter, join us for a special Easter-themed Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. So please join me next Saturday. It is going to be a very huge special edition of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. With that being said, enjoy the rest of your Saturday, enjoy your Sunday, and have a great week. I'll see you next Saturday. Good night, everyone.
Next Friday, March 25th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on the Mass Effect, School of Fish, Inc. owner Dave will be our special guest, and Dave will talk about his store, School of Fish, Inc. Plus, our featured businesses will be Tony's Pizza and Restaurant and Big Y World Class Market. Plus, find out about the latest news and events happening in Massachusetts and find out what's on our bulletin board for next Friday. So join us next Friday, March 25th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Massachusetts Residence, for our second episode of The Mass Effect. Saturday, March 26, 2016, live on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. It turns into a special Easter celebration. For the first time ever, Saturday Live with AC celebrates a holiday. Our special guest is Angie Rafferty. Angie has overcome cancer, and she's going to share her story with us. Plus, I'll answer your questions and ask away with Alex Cardinelli. And the show turns Easter by me talking about Easter candy, my favorite Easter memories, giving out Easter recipes, and more. Expect to hear Easter music and some funny Easter audio clips. So celebrate Easter just one night before Easter the holiday, before Easter Sunday. So join the Easter themed Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli next Saturday, March 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on American Variety Network. It's the Easter Bunny, Alice Cardinelli, and I'm inviting you to join me on Easter morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific, as I celebrate Easter with all of you, my listeners, live right here on American Variety Thank you for listening to this episode of American Variety Network. Alex Cardinale, Jeremy Stelhern, and Donovan Barger would like to say your listen is really appreciated and we hope you enjoyed the show. Head on over to Facebook and hit like on our fan page American Variety Network. Join our group page called American Variety Network Fan Group to post your thoughts on the show or to chat with other members. 
Have a good night and thanks for listening.